Wayne, let's welcome Alec Waterman back to Sport FM Airwaves. It's been a, a challenging year for him. I missed a large chunk of the waffle season due to injury. Uh, playing with the West Coast Eagles waffle side, he's made the decision to return to Claremont, where he played his, uh, his football before being drafted to Essendon and also played in a Colts flag as well. Alec Waterman's with us on Sports Breakfast. Morning, Alec. Hey, Jacob. How are you going? Good. How are you? Um, it's been a challenging year, hasn't it, on a, on a few fronts? But um, I guess you must be delighted now to, to have your future sorted from a playing point of view back at the Tigers. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I, um, yeah, obviously decided to spend the year at West Coast last year to, you know, that off chance to keep that AFL journey alive. But no, really happy to be back at Claremont for the next couple. Do you think, and I guess we'll never know because this year was so blighted by injury for, for you and for the club and, and the, the Watford Reserves team didn't win a game, but do you, do you reflect on that decision now and I guess wonder what might have been if you had a, a good run at it this year? Um, oh, you always reflect you always say what if, but um, in this case, not not, not necessarily. Um, the club obviously got struck down with a lot of really bad injuries, and you know, even lots of minor injuries that just kept um, our team pretty thin for the whole year. And, and then obviously myself in round four popped a, a season-ending injury. So, but that, that happens in footy. Um, you always go, oh, "What if I didn't get injured?" But um, no, it's just a, a you know a sort of weird injury, and that kept me out for the year. But um, we go again next year. What was the injury, Alec? Because it was an it was an internal injury, was it? it was quite a nasty one. Yeah, so I cracked my um, I cracked my chest, so I'd, you know, top of the sternum there, and um, yeah, got got ruled. Just I think the position of it got ruled out for either surgery or get ruled out for the rest of the year, and um, the specialist pretty much made the decision for me and advised me to to take the year off and let it heal on its own. Alec, were you doing work for the West Coast Eagles? And my next question, obviously, is that does that uh, still exist or what, what's your career moves apart outside of footy? I don't know if you've read the West Australian lately, Wayne, but um, no, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah, I was working in their community department and I was really enjoying that role. And um, as it's been well documented throughout the whole club, they've, um, they've pretty much made it clear that they want everyone to be aligned with the West Coast Waffle Program uh, if you're going to be an employee. And um, I decided that I want to finish my footy at Claremont, and, and, and that's the decision. So I'll, I'll finish up there at the end of the at the end of my working contract and and go elsewhere. But um, yeah, that's the decision they made, and we'll move on from it. How do, how do you feel about that? I mean, it, it's sort of dictatorial in a way, and I suppose that like Hamish Brayshaw will be one that'll have to make a decision as well. One would have thought. Yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a few other guys, I think, a few other players, and I think a few other, you know, staff who have uh, other roles at clubs. Um, I guess, you know, I'm not going to criticise, but it's disappointing to be in that position. I, you know, I feel like that doesn't have to go to those lengths, but that's the decision they've made, and we just got to get on with it. So yeah, Hamish will have the same sort of decision to make. And um, but as I said, yeah, you can you can dwell on it, or you just get on with it, and you know, just got to get on with it. Been a really challenging year for the club, Alec, uh, the West Coast Eagles, and, and your name is so intrinsically linked. Your surname, Jake's there at the moment. Your father played in two premierships for the club. Must be really sad to see the plight of West Coast through this year of, of 2023 being inside the four walls. Uh, yeah, I, I don't subscribe to that. Anyone that's ever asked me, is, I'll always say that West Coast has been a pretty successful club and... Uh, um, you know, you're not always going to be at the top of the ladder. I uh, think they won a flag five years ago. I think a lot of a lot of clubs, if you ask them, um, if they could take a premiership and a wooden spoon, they'd take it. 
Um, you know, they, we got the wooden spoon this year and we had a pretty ordinary year, but it was a lot of it was down to stuff that we couldn't control. Um, so, yeah, disappointing for the club to be, you know, down the bottom of the ladder, but they've been so successful that, you know, these things happen. Some clubs spend decades outside the top eight. So, um, although it's disappointing uh, in the moment, I think a lot of people got to have the bigger picture. and Just like they did in 2012 or something like that, they came back and, and made a prelim the, the year after. So it can turn around pretty quickly. Was there any thought of any other club apart from Claremont, or was the tie there so strong? Uh, no, I'm not going to lie to you. There was no real any in the, uh, push to go anywhere else. I, um, I love Claremont, and I think for me, coming into the back end of my career now, sort of past the halfway mark, I, I sort of want to win a flag. And, you know, we, we got so close in 2020. Had we won in 2020? And I was able to say that I was a premiership player. Who knows? You know, I might have been open to going somewhere else. But I think um, having some good friends at Claremont and, and the fact that I want to win one with them was, you know, the main reason to go back. There's a few fresh faces at Claremont. There, there's been a decent turnover. I guess that's waffle football in three years, Alec, at, at Claremont. Um, Jared Hardesty and Ryan Limo, I know, are good friends of yours have both departed the club. I'm not sure where Jared's at with his work commitments, but Ryan's overseas. There's, there's been a bit of a turnover of the squad uh, under Ash Prescott, who's also come in as coach since you left. Yeah, there has, but as you said, it happens at every club. Uh, you know, those two boys have been such good players at the club, and whether we see them again, I'm not sure. Um, I hope so. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, I, a lot of the players that are in now, I haven't met yet, and I, I will meet very soon. So um, yeah, I don't really know them as such, but yeah, there's still plenty of players there that I'm familiar with and I'm good friends with. So it'd be good back to, good to be back there and see their faces. You played almost exclusively forward uh, at Claremont in the year that you made the grand final and you got your opportunity with Essendon. I know you've always been open to midfield time. Is that something that you'll look to explore back at Claremont, playing more um, in, in midfield, even if in bursts? Um, yeah, I think it'd be more in bursts. Uh, as I said, I, I was open to the idea, but I'm only open to it if it's what the team needs. I know it's pretty cliche, but you know, if we, we get there and you know come round one, we have a really strong midfield and I don't need to go in there, well, then I don't go in there and I, I couldn't care less. Um, but if it's required that, you know, I need to spend some minutes in there and help help the boys out, then I'll be happy to do it. Alec, is there a, an aspiration for sort of coaching uh, things from here on in and a, a smaller role at Claremont to start? Yeah, for sure. I'll do a little bit of work with their, you know, their younger fellas in their academies over the summer. Um, you know, very, very small part, but um, which will be which will be something that I'll enjoy. And um, I think one day, once I finish playing, coaching will certainly be on the cards. But as of now, um, especially you know the last three or four years or three three to five years of playing at waffle level, I want to um, you know focus purely on playing and, and trying to win. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll do a little bit of coaching here and there. What are you, 25? You've got you've got four or five good years left of football, Alec. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, 28 this year. Um, so, yeah, 28 next year, sorry. So, yeah, hopefully four to five good years. But post that, then coaching will definitely come into it. Gee, those years are going by way too quickly. Still a lot of good football ahead of you. And Claremont, certainly, as you say, have been around the mark for a long period of time and come so close. I'm sure you would have been following them from afar this year. What, what do you observe with Claremont, Alec? Because we look at the Tigers and we think they've got all the talent. They're underage players coming through. The Colts are always talented. Why has it been such a, a challenging decade from winning a premiership point of view? I think they're just hard to win, Jacob. I think it's, you know, if you look at Brisbane and Port Adelaide in the AFL, they've been there so many times in the last six or seven years, but 
I'm not going to say it's all luck, but you, you do need it. Once you're there, once you get that deep, you do need an ounce of luck and you do need things to go your way on the day. And I think what if we lost two grand finals in five years by three points and what was it, 10 points? So um, I don't think you can criticise the fact that they haven't won one. I, I don't, you know, I don't sort of subscribe to that either. I think if you get there and you're in the last week of the finals, or the last second last week of the finals, you're doing everything right. I think you just, you know, you need that ounce of luck to get it done. Yeah, valid, valid. It is very tough to to win a premiership. Uh, the the group that you've got at at the Tigers, um, still a, a lot of guys that have got some good football to play. Bailey Rogers, you feel's got some good football left. It sounds like Joe Bolton's going to go around again, and Ollie Eastland's just come off a a career best year. So there's some guys you're linking back up with that are still like you with some very good years of football ahead of them. Yeah, it's a very good waffle players there. So I don't think anyone's worried or anyone thinks that we're going to decline. I think everyone there is still the belief that we'll be right up there again and. Um, yeah, hopefully, as you said, some of those young Colts kids, maybe we can get two or three who can quickly turn into senior footballers. And um, you know, you know, recruiting wise, there might be another one or two that we add. Who knows? So um, yeah, pretty exciting. And I know the boys will be keen to get stuck in. No doubt, pre-season won't be too far away. Alec, tough year for you, but also a tough year for Jake, um, your younger brother who missed a decent chunk of the year due to illness. It was a really nasty illness that we learnt about in time. Has he fully recovered? Is is he set to get back on the training track with the Eagles nice and soon? Uh, he wasn't. He's not fully recovered. Obviously, he's still working through it. But yeah, he's a lot better than what he was initially. And yeah, for um, unfortunate reasons, it was well documented. Um, but he. You know, he was going through a pretty tough time there. Uh, but, you know, in recent weeks and recent months, he's, you know, he's come a lot better and he's still recovering. He's still working through the plan or the uh, the process in which he'll continue to get better. And um, I think it's one of those ones that will take a lot of time for the, the, the specialists and the professionals to figure out a plan that's going to work best for him. So he'll just continue to keep training. And he's been training throughout the off-season. And I think day one, he'll be ready to go. I, I don't know what what that looks like in terms of full training but yeah day one he'll be there and he'll be running and, and doing all the hard stuff great to hear Alec I think last time we spoke to you it had all just finished at Essendon and I'm sure it was a bitter pill to swallow and, and your AFL journey at the Bombers had come to an end now with a bit of hindsight how do you reflect on those two years at Essendon and some really good games you kicked four goals on the G in, a, in an Anzac Day game I mean that's something you'll hold pretty dear how do you reflect on those years with the Bombers yeah um, it was it was great fun and uh, you know Obviously, when you get delisted or, you know, players get delisted, that's sort of the last thing that they remember is the time where they finish up. And for a, for a period there, that was for me. And I was pretty disappointed and, you know, I thought I was, you know, deserving of at least another year and to keep building on my game and take that next step. But after time, as most people tell you, that you sort of reflect on the good times. And, yeah, being able to play in some of those big games um, – to kick a few goals was really cool and um, got to play in a final. Uh, we didn't win that one, but we, you know, got to play in an AFL final and playing some massive in front of some massive crowds, which you know, after even more time, I'll look back on and be really proud of. As you should be, Alec. Uh, good luck back at the Tigers. It's an exciting announcement. I know all the Claremont faithful are delighted to have you back, and um, I think the number eight might still be available for you when you return. So slide straight back into the number eight next year and and back kicking goals for the Tigers. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Alec Waterman with us this morning here on Sports Breakfast.